everyone. Welcome back to Salt and Burn This. My name is Sammy. I'm Valerie. Welcome back. We are no longer in the same room. No. We're back to the Zooming. <laughs> no. Totally different states. Yeah. But uh, still not in our perspective homes. <laughs> like, I'm in Virginia at my sister's, um, which, by the way, has been overtaken by cicadas. It's that 17-year cicada right, thing. Right, yeah. And they should rename cicadas to, like, drunken buggery because <laughs> these, I mean, they're completely harmless, you know? They but are, yeah. But they're just big and they they yell at you. So it's like yeah. they're drunkenly flying around. And they're clumsy. Yeah. Yes, exactly, exactly. So it's like they land on you and they're like, oh, thank God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> A place to land. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then if you like flip them off your, your body, wherever they land, they, they yell at you. They're like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> It's so funny, and and sometimes they 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 do take you off guard. So sometimes you do the girly, ah, and other yeah, times sure. you can actually see them coming and like duck out of the yeah. way or sidestep out of the way. It's really funny. Yeah, they just are drunken, clumsy bugs. It's really yeah, funny. Yeah, I was watching. I think it was maybe CBS Sunday Morning. They did a piece on them, uh, like before they came out or like right when they were coming out, and it's like all these. Uh, bug people entomologists i think is the is the term i think so yeah whatever whatever the sciencey term is for the people who study bugs but they're all like oh my god we're so excited because <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand it's once every 17 years that is kind of a big deal and it's a right straight like nature is amazing you know that they just live underground for 17 years and then all of them all at once come up yeah. Come for up. their little mating ritual and then they die yeah shed their skin mate and then fall dead yes fall dead in the yard yes or on the sidewalks and, and predators it, this is like a woohoo time for them because snacky, they don't snack, run away snacks. like you said they're drunken bu- drunken bugs so they're just like doop 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 yep. and they're super easy to catch so like oh my uh, gosh like the everything dogs. that could could eat bugs yeah they're just like fat because it's just like oh no they don't even have to work for it <laughs> what are they like <laughs> but people eat them too that's i mean i'm not there yet no, i'm not I'm there yet the whole fried bug things i think when it comes time where we have to really start implementing bugs into our diet because we've decimated everything else i could see it yeah yeah. I'm not. They there. fry the bugs. They put them in chocolate chip cookies. They put them in ice cream. It's kind of. It's weird. It's, it's, it's weird. <laughs> it's a choice. It's, I was going to say, if we grew up with it, maybe. Sure. But right. introducing big drunken bugs into your diet is yeah. like, you know, and then, they, then, then there's the people who say, well, you know how many bugs you eat on a daily basis? It's like, yeah, I get it. But yeah. I'm not intentionally you know stir frying putting them in a cupcake or yeah. something yeah. are you drinking a, a frothy beverage no, uh this is peaches and white wine oh it's delicious nice. it's so ref- <laughs> it's like a simple refreshing summer beverage nice one of many in the rotation because <laughs> <laughs> you know don't want to get bored gotta switch no. it up no. gotta keep it fresh Oh, I just realized um, I missed something and it's stupid, but I'm going to mention it because it made me remember. I keep saying I, I'm trying to take fewer detailed notes so as not right. to bog the podcast down uh-huh. in the minutia of Valerie. Um, the what episode was it? It was Wicked, uh, mm-hmm. something Wicked. 
um, and they're heading up into the hospital to visit the kids. Uh, yes. They, as, as the bikini inspectors. Yes, yes, yes. And they, they, it was real quick. They just showed the outside of the hospital. And I was like, yet another hospital that has like a giant flight of stairs to get up to the main floor of the hospital. But there's an ambulance parked out front to, you know, to signify to that make it's it a hospital. A hospital. And I went back and I, I was just kind of watching. I was like, oh, a missed opportunity to mock the, uh, the hospital choices you know what i think i noticed that too i think i was thinking is like is this the same as the bloody mary hospital steps maybe but maybe not uh it the facade was different so maybe they just you know changed the the front of the stairs the ang- but the fact right. that there's a giant flight of stairs leading yeah. up to this thing i was just like ugh, really it's got to be a worse thing to be like uh, an emt the paramedic was so like oh god the the most fit emts you've ever seen <laughs> right season one episode 20 dead man's blood written by Catherine humphreys and john Chaban. And directed by Tony Warmby. Uh, just a fun little tidbit. This original air date was on 420. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you mean. <laughs> I don't know what you mean, Sammy. <laughs> well, it was illegal back then. Now, though. But in Colorado, where this takes in place. In 2006? Oh, no, you're right. No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Reunion. After an aging spook hunter falls prey to the vampires he thought he had long ago destroyed, John Winchester joins his sons to battle the bloodsuckers and retrieve an unearthly gun they possess. So, based on the the recap at the beginning of the show, I was like, oh, this is going to be a daddy issue episode. Totally. (laughs) Because they they played every scene that John Winchester has been in since the beginning as the recap. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, you know, honestly, the the second time I started watching it, I was like, did I click the wrong episode? You know, because I thought I was in (laughs) the John Winchester episode. Yeah. Um, But I also had a question for you. The, The title of this one obviously more than one word so dead man's blood mm-hmm. um i kind of had that thought because because i've seen other episodes i know what dead man's blood is but my first thought in reading this was blood as in kin as in relations and mm. it was is this a, a a nudge to john winchester and his blood like his boys john Winchester? i don't think so no okay i don't think they were there yet because every Every other title in this other season is straightforward. Okay. You so know, it really like, was just Dead Man's Blood. I think so, because there's dead in the water. Right. And Someone's dead, dead in the water. <laughs> right. Hook Bugs. Man. There's hook a Hook Man. man. Bugs, skin. You know, yeah. So even if it's more than one word, it's just... It's just the title in reference to title. that episode. Yeah. Okay. It's really not until next season that they start to get creative with right, them. Right. You know, I think they felt like, okay, I, I guess we can go a little bit more punny and campy or mm-hmm. creative with the right. titles. Or foreshadowing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, good. Actually, that makes me, I'd, I'd rather it just be straightforward. Yeah. Dead Man's Blood. So MapQuest, super easy, takes place in uh, Manning, Colorado, mm-hmm. which is made up. 
<laughs> I did. I totally forgot to look that up. <laughs> so I'm, glad, I'm glad you did. <laughs> yep, it's another supernatural town. Um, All right. But luckily for them, Colorado does look suspiciously like Canada with snow-capped mountains. Right. It looks like so, Colorado. I was like, right? I can definitely believe this is Colorado. Yep. So good for them. So in our opening teaser, we see this um, old guy at a bar looking at, suspiciously, looks like a John Winchester journal mm -hmm. uh, type of thing, or a hunter's <laughs> journal. <laughs> did, you, did you read any of the pages? I couldn't see them, no. Oh, okay, are you ready for this? Go for it. All right, I zoomed in. I hit pause and I zoomed in just because. Sure. Um, there's some really meaty stuff in there about... Yeah. Uh, it, this is definitely a hunter's journal. Yeah. So one part of it says uh, in big letters, more powerful spirits going to Lawrence, dot, 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 the Ooh. center, dot, dot, dot. Yep. Ooh. John Winchester came in to inform us about the enemy is gaining power. Possessions are popping up more frequently. The spirits attacked his house and killed his wife just a few days ago. So here's a question. Interesting. Here's a question. I think I know what your question is going to be, but yes, go ahead. John knew about spirits before uh, um, this his happened. wife was killed. Yep. In this version. So obviously the story changed later on. Yep. You know, they, they decided to switch it up. Now on the next page, the only thing I could make out was the word elephant. So I'm not quite sure how seriously <laughs> we right. should take anything that's written in this journal. I did notice some like symbols, you know, like hunterish or yeah, know, I couldn't demonic figure those out. kind of symbols, you know. But yeah, um, I, yeah, they didn't they didn't pop out as anything that I, that we'd seen in other episodes right. or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah. so oh, that's elephant, interesting. John Winchester, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should put we should put a spoiler I should have put a spoiler alert in front of that because okay so right now as of right now the canon is that John has always known right has always been hunter life yeah you know mm -hmm. although even later in this episode I'm getting like way ahead of myself <laughs> it 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 sounded like he didn't so I'll 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 elaborate more on that when we get to that moment. But okay, okay. So anyway, this old guy is looking at his hunter's journal at a bar, um, kind of spacey. You know, the bartender says, "Hey, hey, hey, buddy," uh, or not yeah, that he, mean. He's, he's not that. No, mean. he's, he's just, just fully like, engrossed. Okay, okay. Yes. Yeah, he's just fully engrossed in in his journal and the clippings yeah. that he's looking at. Yes, yes. But you know, he obviously comes to this bar a lot because she talks to another patron who's like, "Who's that weird guy?" He's <laughs> yeah. like, "Oh, he's harmless. He's just here every day. He's nuts, but he's nice." Yes, exactly. Which, having been a bartender and a waitress in several different places, those people do exist. <laughs> <laughs> you get the kind of wackos that come in and that, you know, first you're like, what's going on with this guy? But, you know, they're nice. They're nice. They're just a little um, eccentric. Focused, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but he becomes unfocused once another group of people come in the bar. They're like, you know. Young them adults, kind of rockers. Leatherman denim group. Den denim group. <laughs> the leather. Say and that denim again. Group. I can't. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> I, I don't think I could. Leather and denim group. There you walk go. In. Yes, I would describe them as that as well. And that's when Elkins like really kind of bullseye focuses on them. You know, mm -hmm. walking in, and they get a table kind of far away from him, and they shout to the bartenders like, "Bottle Jack." 
Which she does not grab a bottle of Jack, by the way. <laughs> I know. I wasn't. Gonna... I didn't know what she grabs. I think it it's like Johnny not... Walker or something, yeah. but it was not a Jack Daniels whiskey yeah. bottle. I didn't want to be that girl, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for doing that one for me. I you made the note. Welcome. I actually wrote down, "Will Sammy catch this?" So. <laughs> and if you didn't, I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, but they're, like, all cocky, and, you know, mm-hmm. they kind of look like they're ready for trouble, you know? They just, yeah. they just have that edge, that air about them. Yeah, and, totally. uh And this guy, it's like he noticed them, like, he sent them, and then turns and sees them, and then watches them, mm-hmm. and is like, I'm out. Yeah, just disappears. He's, like, bartender turns around, you know, checks on him again, and he's not there. He's Yeah, there could have been a little puff of smoke, you know, if you wanted to make sure. it comical. He was gone. Yeah, mm-hmm. So he runs home. He unlocks his 17 locks on the door. <laughs> He's got like yeah. a total hunter's cabin. Yes. It's like in the woods. It's, it's unkempt, you know, right. on I mean, the inside and the outside. There's notes taped to the wall. There's mm-hmm. newspaper clippings. I mean, there's sketches. Like, it's just like his journal, but like all over the wall. There's books yes. stacked everywhere. This it's guy dark. is researching something. Yes. Um. And uh, but he turn he locks he relocks his door mm-hmm. and runs to his desk looking for something and he turns around and leather girl from the bar is mm-hmm. in his cabin yeah and uh, and they share they exchange like uh, not pleasantries but no. long time no see so clearly they right. know each other they've had some sort of run in with each other right um, and probably not a good one no I did not nope. get that um, and. For an old guy, he whips out this knife and like throws it, like embeds it in her chest and she doesn't die. And in fact, she seems rather put off by the fact that he's thrown a knife at her and she's like, oh, and I don't know if she was upset that maybe her shirt got (laughs) ripped or something. Yeah, I bet that's what it was. Yeah. So she pulls this blade out. And in the meantime, uh, this guy has run into another room. Mm-hmm. locked the door and like shoved a bookcase in front of it and is now right. frantically trying to open a safe on the other side right. of the room right did you notice her eyeballs yes yes they um they're they like a shifted. shifty kind of thing yeah, yeah they, they looked like, like like a shapeshifter like, eyes yeah like from... the skin guy yeah mm-hmm. except mm-hmm. they were gold they kind of had like a gold silver yeah i guess they weren't quite as obviously silver as or like Right. The, there was a they sound of flip, flip. Yeah. Right. There was a sound effect with the the shapeshifter eyes where they go. Right. Yeah. Hers were almost like, like cat eyes where they, they yeah. just kind of caught the reflection. Yes, yeah. I did notice yeah. that. I did notice that. So clearly, this is not a human. The fact that her eyes are flippy flippy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she was not killed by <laughs> <laughs> a knife straight to the chest. <laughs> Through the chest. Yeah. So yes, he goes into this office. He's like rummaging around for something. Takes out a case, like a wooden case, which mm-hmm. there's a old gun in it like this old beautiful old timey gun and uh, little bullets like stacked up inside yes uh, loads the gun but then like two people like drop down into from his skylight yeah smash through and it's like the slow motion yes they, they almost like they flew in yeah, you know, yeah like coming in for a landing type of thing yeah and at the same time the leather girl has like busted through the office so he gets attacked from above and, and <laughs> yep yep and and they knock the gun out of his hand mm-hmm. um and so he's just completely trapped uh and what does leather girl say she's like oh nice gun 
you know, Mm -hmm. too bad it won't work. Right. Like it doesn't work on us or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then make something pun a punny comment about like, oh, we're eating in tonight. And then camera pulls away and all you hear are just like horrified screams and like crunching. Crunching and yes, yes. So assumably these people are eating him. (laughs) Right. And title screen. So the next scene we have Sam and Dean in a diner. I don't know where though. I didn't check the. Uh, I don't know if there was a Chiron. There was. I I rewound it a couple times just to make sure, but there wasn't yeah. one. Okay, and they're just looking for cases. Uh, yeah. You know, Dean's on the Dean's looking through newspapers, and Sam's on the computer, and they can't find anything. I think there's here. Sam says, uh, "Well, what about this?" And he talks about a woman who like fell out of an airplane and lived. Mm-hmm. I think, and Dean says, "Well, that's more. That's incredible. Less uh, Twilight Zone." Were, yeah. did, were those on TV? I know Twilight Zone has come and gone several times in our lifetimes, but was did you ever watch That's Incredible as a kid? No, I have no idea what that is. I Is it, it you, something like Ripley's Believe It or Not kind of thing? Yes, that's oh, exactly okay. it. Like literally the story of a woman falling out of an airplane and living would be That's Incredible. I see. And the show starts with the audience going, that's incredible. Dun, 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 you know, wow. and the host, oh, nope, never, it, oh, never heard of this show before my in my gosh. life. <laughs> Yeah, it's it was that yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's incredible, incredible things happening. So anyway, yeah. but then when they get to the the case about they come across Elkin's case, mm-hmm. uh, the guy who just got torn apart by vampires. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, that sounds supernatural. <laughs> that sounds more. Well, like it was thing. like yeah, like, where Dean was more like. Well, first he suggests, oh, maybe we go back upstate. <gasps> oh, that's Sarah. right, Sarah. She and, was seem pretty into you. <laughs> yeah, from from the Providence episode, which they never do. They never do those types of callbacks. Right. Right? And Sam was like, boop. He was like, no. Yeah, yeah. he was like, you know, maybe, maybe later, but we got work to do. And Dean, for once, lets it go. He's Let like, go. yeah, you're right. Okay, you're right. fine. But when he hears this name Elkins, it strikes a chord with him. Mm-hmm. And then he whips out, you know, good old dad's, dad's journal. journal. <laughs> finds a page with his name and his phone number on it right i think it's funny that he can he knows where it is in the journal like aha i can't write notes and then 10 minutes oh, later no, absolutely go not. back and find what what idea i was looking for so oh, no that's that's just me um yeah so i was no, very impressed neither. with his ability to be like elkins 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 and then finds it in the journal yeah just like flips a few pages flip, flip, flip. he's like oh here it is, here I, mean, it is. I guess maybe if you're reading this over and over again you kind of sort of know like if it's yeah. in the first third or like the last few you know right but, right but no um, i i'm the same way because i i keep a like a bullet journal for my um active like my my agenda is something oh. that i build you know uh-huh. um piece by like page by page mm-hmm. and i have to keep an index because sometimes if there's a blank page you know and i'm just like writing a random notes of something yep. you know then i have to go to the index and i have to write down what page Where? number it is because otherwise, and I'm just like flipping, 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 which is the most annoying thing. Just wasting time looking yeah. for for the recognition. Like yes, there, because there, 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 it's there. A, it's just randomly placed somewhere in between, you know, week two and three of April. You know, right, right, <laughs> right. Did you notice that Elkins' name was not Elkins though? I did not notice that, but I did see it written uh i think it was like on imdb i think i had scrolled down and saw a thing about it but they didn't luckily they didn't focus on it for too long but it was it was just the s was missing it was just elkin like d elkin yeah and i was like oh mm. (laughs) have they been saying elkins and but 
you know, little things like that. Who cares? Sure. I'm still going to mention it. <laughs> I'm still going to point it out. But yeah, so dad has mentioned Elkins. I mean, it's in his journal. I take right. that back. He hasn't mentioned it. It's in no. his journal. Yeah. Um, and it just so happens that his phone number is a Colorado area code. So yes. what, are, what are the chances of this guy being attacked in Colorado and this guy in dad's journal is from Colorado? Sure. Sure. So off they go to Colorado. They find his house and they go in and <laughs> did you recognize it? I did. I did. I was like, that's the scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so before I, I haven't edited the episode yet, but and I don't think that I recorded this anyway. Oh. But on the DVD, since we were in the same room, on the DVD, there's a on one the last disc, there's, you know, a series of special features, and one of them is a day in the life of Sam and Dean or Jared and Jensen or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's just like a little mini documentary, I guess you could say, of them filming an episode. And we were watching this <laughs> and we're like, I didn't recognize this scene at all or the set all. or what's going on. And it, <laughs> the it was this house. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was Dean walking in and, and going like walking into the cabin and yeah. looking at all the papers on the desk. And we're like, yes. <laughs> yep. That's how we know it. Um. <laughs> so amongst this huge mess of a house, they find a salt circle. You know, it's definitely a salt circle salt and circle. not just a pile of spilled salt. Right. They find his journal. Yep. You know, they say this looks just like dad's except, you know, way older. Goes, yeah, it goes back to the 60s. Mm-hmm. And they find the empty gun case. They, right. They find Dean. the... the Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dean finds the the wooden box that the the gun was kept in. Yeah. Um. Did you did you notice that when they were going through his desk though, um, that there was an old printer cable in the background, and it was like a serial parallel cable. I have you, no idea. No what idea. You're talking about. That's how old that that printer must have been. <laughs> that this guy had a printer that no longer was a USB accessible. It was oh, I see. before USB. The serial parallel ports. I just it kind of cracked me up that there was this like old printer cable <laughs> hanging in just the peripheral you know serial parallel i'll show sure. you pictures later are these are these the printers that do the you have to tear away the that would be the, the dot perforated matrix, dots but yeah yes yes exactly i exactly. do remember those but i never paid attention to what cables they were attached to because no. i was in grade school and i didn't care about that kind yeah, of thing. yeah serial are the cables that have all the little pins in them like pin 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 oh. pin 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 pin, pin. And then parallel look like um, it kind of looks like a USB, except it's like this wide. Right. And it has a thick parallel line through it that you would slot in. So oh, I see. one went into the printer, one went into the sure. computer. So it's called a serial parallel board. But anyway, before my time, <sighs> I need you to stop pointing. I need to stop pointing out those things. You're I showing your age. Myself. <laughs> yeah. But somebody's watching the boys outside. Somebody yes, outside came up- in the woods. Mm-hmm is is watching them yep. and when dean goes when he when he finds the uh wooden the empty case because he knelt down to pick it up he also notices like scratches on the floor that's in a different room but yeah um uh, they oh. go into or it could have been in the same room but at some point they go from his like living room area i guess into the office in which elkins was murdered mm-hmm. um and yes that is where he finds the scratches it could have been the same i didn't make oh. that distinction in my notes okay. but yeah but I mean, there's blood everywhere. Yes, um, they find the broken wind, the skylight. Yeah. They and then yes, Dean sees all the scratches on the floor, and yeah. he makes a rubbing of it. 
Yep. There's like a combination of letters and numbers, and Sam recognizes that as a P.O. box location and combination. Yeah. Right, right. I have a question, though. If <laughs> It's just a TV show, Valerie, but if Elkins was being torn apart and eaten, did he have time to etch the... Uh... Or do you think that was there on the floor before as a just-in-case? I had actually thought of that as well, you know, because I was like, I feel like they would have definitely left him for dead. You don't think they would have just devoured him and... Well, no, that's what I mean. It's like they definitely would have tortured him and killed him for sure and not just been like, oh, you know, a boop and then left, you know, and there's a chance that he's still alive. Right. Because he was on the desk when they were attacking him and these scratches were on the floor a few feet in front of the desk. Right. So So who, who, while being eaten alive, scratches out a full P.O. box? (laughs) Right, right. So I want to say that it was probably there. But there's also like a, a pool, you know, splatters of blood around it, which suggests that he did it while he was dead. And even Sam mentions, you know, are these death throws? Which I did have to look that up because I was like, what the oh. fuck are those? Oh, like which, which are just like dramatic like thrashings yeah. when you're dying. So I'm just, I guess for me, I'm just gonna say, as a hunter, he probably just had that there as a precaution. I mean, if he, because we find out that, you know, the boys go to the post office and they are able to very guiltily <laughs> unlock, I mean, you know, key into or mm. what is it, pick the lock of that P.O. box. Well, I think it's a combination. It's like one of those like little built in, oh, like okay. a locker, you know, well, like how there's a built in thingy. Oh, okay. Well, they're, they're able to get there and yeah. open that P.O. box uh-huh. and they look guilty as hell while they're doing it, but they, <laughs> um, they get the letter out of the, uh, out of the P.O. box, which means that Elkins has put in place things yes. for, you know, in, in the event of my death type right. of thing. So maybe he did scratch that on the right. floor before he died, leading people to the, the letter that he had already placed in the P.O. box. So Yeah. But the letter that they find in the P.O. box is addressed to J.W. Mm-hmm. Um, so could it be John Winchester? Yeah, I think Sam even says that. And then yeah. right after he says that, there's a, like, <laughs> knock, knock on the window of the car. And it's John Winchester. <laughs> and it scares the living crap out of both of them, which is yeah. so funny because they both have the exact same expression on their face. They're like, oh! yeah. <laughs> and then they recognize, they see dad, but it's so like out of context for them. Yeah. You know, they're yeah. just like, what? You know? <laughs> yeah. Totally. And then dad jumps in the backseat of the car. And it's like, you know, hello, boys. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Like nothing happened, you know? And they're just like, what the, what, what, yeah. what the, what, what, what? Yeah. I, I've been tracking you. Good job. And, you know, covering your mm-hmm. tracks and, you know, <laughs> the one compliment he ever gives them. But John takes the letter from them and reads it. He doesn't read it out loud, except no. for the, if you're, like, if you're reading this, I must already be dead. And that's where right. he stops reading out loud and uh-huh. doesn't clue the boys into what's in the rest of the letter. Um, except he's like, you know, son of a gun, son of a whatever he had, he's had the thing all along mm-hmm. and asks Dean and Sam, did you guys see a gun at the cabin, like an old gun? And Dean says, no, just, just an empty box. And this is where Sam starts to like, why, you know, what's yeah. going on? Yeah. Throughout this encounter, he's been like, you never mentioned this before. You never told us that before. And yeah, blah, blah, blah. He's how really do you know of- Elkins? You've never mentioned Elkins. You've never yeah, mentioned yeah. a gun that Elkins had. And, you know, what's what's going on? And John's like, well, now they have it. And it's like, who's they? Yes. Who, you know, and that's when John, you know, admits that there's these, like, vampires. 
<laughs> you know, indeed and Sam are like, vampires? Yeah. <laughs> don't exist. Those aren't real. <laughs> and as it turns out, <laughs> you know, they're X-Files moment. Right. Uh, they are real. Yes. And um, he Elkins thought that they were, yeah, he thought they were extinct because Elkins, that was his like, key monster that he hunted. Mm-hmm. And John thought that he had hunted them to extinction. Right. Uh, it turns out he was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I find it funny that these boys who hunt like the most supernatural of things and are constantly telling people there's monsters under your bed. Yeah. Yes. That they're like, vampires what (laughs) why wouldn't they believe but it also it is kind of funny though because there are so many vampire things in pop culture and in the world right you know so i assume in this universe it also is that way and so that would be the one thing like yeah right 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 something Anne rice made up you know (laughs) exactly exactly so now i would like to do a rundown of the supernatural vampire because I'm a huge vampire nerd. I fucking love them. Um, and I love almost every origin story that exists about vampires. I am particularly a fan of Anne Rice and Dracula. But I feel like every author, filmmaker, creator wants to have their own spin on the vampire yeah, origin. Yeah, there's always one little twist that they have their to myth. add. Yes. Yep. 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 Okay, I've got yes. my coffee, so go okay. ahead. Okay, so the supernatural vampire. Sun does not kill them. It just feels like a bad sunburn. <laughs> but they can walk out in the sun. It just hurts kind of bad. Yeah. They cannot be killed by a stake through the heart, but they can be killed by beheading. They do need fresh human blood. That's kind of the standard across the board of vampire myths is they need fresh blood. Sometimes they can substitute animal blood, you know, as a they call vegetarians, you know? right? Right. <laughs> or they'll go to a blood bank, you know. Right. So they're not killing there. to, uh, yeah. Right. Right. Uh, the way they kill is that they have a second set of teeth that descends like from the gum line. Oh, instead you know? of fangs, instead of the built-in like Dracula, the fangs. built-in fangs that already live there, or sometimes in other myths like the fangs the you know it's like just your canine teeth yeah. they, they grow yeah they usually hoard their victims for days or weeks draining them but they can just you know if they just want a quick snack or like to kill you know just Chomp. a quick um to turn somebody into a vampire all they have to do is drink the vampire blood oh so like an Anne oh, rice so it's not the bite it's not the yeah for for instance in Anne rice it's usually the vampire needs to drain the victim or like suck them all like to the point of death and then they force the victim to drink it's kind of like this weird cycle thing they uh, okay. they drink from the vampire itself so he's got their own blood mixed in with the vampire blood it's a whole thing so Ugh. in supernatural it's just like they just need a taste of the I vampire think... blood apparently okay they usually run in packs or nests rather than solo, and they mate for life. Okay, and th- those are the supernatural? Yes, those are the things that I gathered from this episode, with the acceptance of one that's going to come a little bit later. Okay. And there's also more things that will come throughout the series, but I don't want to... Sure. For sure, right sure. now, this is canon. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, <laughs> you, you, you did... That was beautiful. I wrote down... Stake in the heart doesn't kill them. Sunlight doesn't kill them. Eyes reflect light. That was my research into the supernatural 
uh, <laughs> vampire. So Sammy for the no, win. No, you caught you 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 caught. Well, I'm t- I'm such a dork with the I vampires. It. Oh. It's like, well, this is better than Twilight. <laughs> I'll just say that. <laughs> and better than the Vampire Diaries. I like the Buffy vampires as well because they completely transform when they become like yes. the feral vampire, yes. like when they're in the feeding yep. moment. Yeah, that's an interesting twist. I do love, though, that these particular vampires in Supernatural are like, like I described them, they're leather, wearing denim, but in Buffy, like, they make fun of the idea that vampires (laughs) wear leather and denim. (laughs) Like that one episode where it's, like, cool to be a vampire, and they're, like... (laughs) And then one guy's wearing a cape. (laughs) There's there's actually, there's a role-playing game that I forget what it's called, but um, Shayna and Matt used to play it, friends of ours. But it's like you you kind of do that. You like you dress up and you pretend to be a vampire and it's, you know, like a whole you just get together and you pretend to be vampires and right. and do things, you know. But there was an episode where I think it may have been the same one we're talking about where Angel's like in this club where all these like vampire wannabes are and he's like, mm-hmm. "Who dresses like this?" And then someone walked by wearing like Angel's <laughs> exact <laughs> outfit. <laughs> So, speaking of vampires, yes. the next scene has our group of leather and denim wearing vampires yes. drinking and kind of hooping it up in mm-hmm. the woods. Yeah. And uh, I guess they're they're getting ready to, like, set a trap to uh, mm-hmm. get some food. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so cut to this fresh young couple driving their car down yep. a scary, <laughs> unlit backcountry yeah. road. <laughs> Um, and they're kind of teasing each other. These people couldn't be, this couple couldn't be like more vanilla. vanilla. Yeah, I was just going to say vanilla, yes. Oh my gosh, she's she's harping on him. Not harping, she's teasing him about his rather loud shirt that he has. And I was like, yeah. hey lady, your shirt's got like puffy shoulders and lace. What right. are you talking about? Yeah. I was like, you have no room to stand. But anyway, so they're just like fun kind of, you know, picking on each other to the point where he's distracted and doesn't see that there's a body laying in the road the girl sees it screams and they slam on the brakes they don't know what's what's happening he says call 911 i'm gonna go check you know on this (laughs) mysterious body laying in the road and of course once he gets out of the car and leans up near the guy it's a vampire his fangs like come down out of his gums and we assume he grabs the couple yeah it goes to black yep um, I, I I wrote down like a cat's claws, so they they like you know cat's Ooh. claws detract, and so it's kind of like cat's claws, which it is, but in your mouth. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So one more like animal, uh, like crossbreed, like their eyes do the thing, you know, reflect yeah. like like cats, uh-huh. and their teeth come down, not like cats, but like cats' claws. Okay. Yeah. So cut to um, the Winchesters, or I'm assuming in a motel, like a cabin-like motel. Mm-hmm. Dean and Sam are asleep in bed, but they're not like under the covers or on top of the covers. Yeah. So either just so exhausted that they didn't go to bed or they're just sleeping and are ready to like jump out of bed if anything yeah. happens. Yeah, I assume they're probably like just taking turns like on watch kind of yeah. situation. Yeah. And, uh, and John's awake and he's listening to a police scanner and he hears the 911 call come across and he's like, mm-hmm. that's it, we got to go, it's the vampires. Yep. And, you know, the boys jump up and, you know, when, when John says it's a vampire, Sam's like, well, how do you know? Yeah. I'm like, oh, here we go again. Yeah. It's like. I call I called him being a little bit lawyer-y because he's like, why? Why? How do you know? What's yeah. the clue? You know, he's just like continuously yeah. trying to get to the, the bottom of the picture. Right. 
John we, not giving it up? Like, can we just go? Can you just <laughs> listen to me? Follow me? Let's go. And a part of me is like, okay, why does Sam keep doing that? And then the other part of me is like, John, just answer the fucking question. Right. Yeah. You I, know, I understand. Yes. Well, it's like, let's talk on the way. Let's go. I always say, let's walk and talk. You know, yes, you have things to do, but you can explain things as you go. Yes. I but wrote that. I wrote John something like that a little bit later. Uh, um, when after, you know, <laughs> then John turns into dad and is like chiding Dean for not <gasps> taking care of the car. <laughs> so mean. And Dean was like, what? <laughs> He takes such pride in that car. And plus, he hadn't, he wasn't talking back to dad. He wasn't doing anything. Yeah, he was the one trying that. to like mediate the situation. He's just yeah. like, let's just go. Yeah, and John's just like, you, there's, that car's going to rust. I shouldn't have given you that car if you weren't going to take care of it. And it's like, well, uh. and I think Dean is, is not only is he like, where did that come from, but he's also <laughs> crushed that his dad picked on him because he's such the good soldier. You know, he's such the good. You know, yes, sir, no, sir. Whenever dad pops up, he turns into the subordinate. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I felt bad yeah. for him. But I did, but it was also kind of a was, cute like, hey. parent moment, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, what did, That's what? something my parents would do to me. <laughs> so when uh, John is talking to the cops and Sam is, again, expressing his frustration about dad's Treating us process. like children. Why yes. doesn't he just tell us? Yes. And... You know, I was like, on one hand, where did the sympathetic Sam from Something Wicked go? Where he was just like, Dean, I understand why you do what you do. Like, I don't, I don't do it, but I do, I get why you do it. But then on the other hand, they, they are adults now, Sam and Dean. Right. You know, this is pr like for the past six months or so, I'm guessing, they have been hunting alone by themselves. And this is also the first time that as adults, they've been interacting with each other. Because, you know, I'm Sam has – he was gone for, what, like six years, I think? Yeah. I'm assuming four years of undergrad and then two years of grad school. Sure. So he was, like, what, 16 or 17 or 18 when he left. And so now they're both, like, adults. And they've been going on for months hunting by themselves with very little help from dad and right. the help that does come from dad is just like a nudge and like go over here yeah now exactly. go over there exactly so dad's been telling them to go hunting you know so it's yeah. not like he doesn't trust them to right take care of themselves right and and i do job. feel yeah well i was semi-annoyed just because we had come from uh so sam has had a few touching moments with dad or about dad but i think now He's, like, defending Dean. You know, he's just like, you're capable enough to do this on your own. You know, we've been doing this on our own. And Dad is still treating us like it was, you know, six to ten years ago where right. we, we sh don't need to know yeah, these kinds I, of things. I wonder if it was a combination uh, for Sam that not only was Dad treating them like kids, but Dean fell back into, like I said, like soldier mode. Yeah, and was just yes or no, sir, and yeah. wasn't being himself, you know, right. he wasn't taking right. the lead. He was just kind of subservient to, yeah, to John. Yeah. So maybe Sam is seeing these dynamics. Yes. You and know, he's just it, like, no, 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 no. It cannot yeah. be this way. We're anymore. not going to go back to, yeah. to this. Yeah. Yeah. I was so fully what, on Sam's side, even though it was a little bit annoying. But like once I sat, like watched a little bit and started thinking about like where Sam would be. 
or, yeah. or all of them would be you know in right. this moment i was like you know what sam is right here he's right to cause a scene over yeah. and over and over again <laughs> yeah yeah well yeah exactly because he's standing up for himself i mean there's yeah. moments when you do need to acquiesce and just be like okay i'm gonna save this for later let's go yeah you know but then there are times to be like just let we need to we need to talk about this because right we can handle this information you know we're not young anymore just freaking tell us right right and we're also not at your beck and call right and dean you can kind of see dean loosening up a little bit you know he's kind of he's starting to hear what sam is saying yeah exactly so anyway yeah oh here's where i made a note i could not remember this the name of the movie of the um vampires that had Kiefer sutherland in it from the 80s Lost Boys, that's it. The scene, like the next scene when they cut to the the scene where they're in the vampire nest. In the barn, yeah. <laughs> yes, and they're all drinking and just like, I mean, they're still in their leather and denim, but that was the moment I was just like, this totally evokes that, Absolutely. that movie to me. Absolutely, I loved that movie. I've seen it. Yay! Hey. <laughs> okay. They're kind of drinking, they, they're just relaxing, doing vampire we've had a good day of hunting, mm-hmm. you know, stuff and a leather girl is there and she's kind of in charge it seems mm-hmm. like she's an, uh of this group um and they uh they the the young couple that they just kidnapped from the car is there and uh, i feel i feel bad for them because they're they're tied up they're watching you know the vampires drink and party and there's one vampire who's a douchebag and you know is doing the whole trying to make them drink against their will Mm -hmm. and uh the the girl ends up like taking a sip of the beer or a chug of the beer and then ends up spitting it in his face yeah which serves him right and right before he hits her uh leather girl is like you know whoa whoa you don't get to do anything to this couple until luther gets here so now it's like who's luther And uh, cue and Luther. Cue, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cue the the barn doors opening, yep. and this beautiful backlit man mm-hmm. <laughs> comes striding into the barn, also wearing leather. And I have to say, for as big as an entrance as he made, I thought his character was going to be far more um, uh, ferocious sinister? and sinister. Yeah. Yes, and uh, and he really wasn't. No. He really wasn't, um, but yeah, I thought he was going to be like the big, the big bad, you know. Right. If, yeah. if his minions were able to track down and kill Elkins, who has been hunting and killing vampires for how long? Yeah. You know, then this guy must be a real badass. Yeah. Um, and it's not that he wasn't; he just wasn't as big as his entrance, right. <laughs> you yeah. know, led Levy to believe. I yeah. mean, because I mean, he was like there was smoke in the background, the uh-huh. car lights are shining into the barn, and it's you know, it was very dramatic. Yeah, and I would love to have that kind of entrance anytime I walked into exactly um, into the room. But you also automatically see Leather Girl like Daddy's home, you know? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and you know, leaps up into you know Luther's arms, and you know, mm-hmm. like, like I can't wait to show you all the stuff that yes. we got for you. Yes. Well, but he 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 like starts barking orders about like he pets oh. the girl's head and tells his minions he's like oh go lock the guy up in the cage Mm, actually just go ahead and have a snack you know so then they attack him right away and this poor girl is watching this i know she just watches her boyfriend get eaten right (laughs) i'm sure she's just like what the fuck is happening what the hell and so but they say you know we'll keep we'll keep the girl 
And so that's when Leather Girl's like, oh, you know, Luther, let me go show you what we've mm-hmm. done today. Leather Girl's name is Kate, by the way. Oh, Kate. Yes. Do we know this? Okay, yes. it's Kate. Yes, it is okay. Kate. So she takes uh, Luther off to the side and shows him like all the stuff that she stole from Elkin's house. Mm-hmm. Like there's money. Bottles, papers. Yep. And, <laughs> and the gun. And she shows him the gun. Yes. He's, he's, like, he's A, he's pissed that she did this because he's, you know, at first you're like, oh, he couldn't hunt this person down, you know, but she right, could like he but it's because it, he yeah. chose not to because he's like, what are you doing now? All of these, his hunter friends are going to come Right, don't poke the bear. Yeah, exactly. Totally, you've totally just like kicked a hornet's nest basically. Yes. Sorry, all my, all my animal references there. Um <laughs> But yeah, so he's actually a little mad that yeah. she went and did this, and she's like, you know, oh, sorry, Luther, I, you know, but but yeah, look, I did, look I what I got you, and I, I did a good thing here, and that's when she shows him the gun, mm-hmm. and said, but look, you know, he tried to use this against us. How silly is that? Ha ha ha! He's yeah. like, and and Luther says, I know this gun. Yeah, and she says, yeah, it looks like it, uh, it looked like it was made around the time you were born. Mm-hmm. So it's a very old gun, and Luther's yeah. also very old. Yeah. Um. But he says, I know this gun, but that's all we know. Yeah. This is no ordinary gun. Yes. So the next thing we see is mm-hmm. uh, Dean and Sam driving the Impala. And it, I have to say, whenever Sam is driving or Dean is not driving mm-hmm. the Impala, it takes me out. <laughs> it's I'm a like, little what? weird. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's so <laughs> off-putting. Um, it's just unnatural. Yeah. <laughs> it is just unnatural. So for for a second I was like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh god. But um so they're driving behind John uh in his truck, which by the way, I did research is not the same truck uh from Roots. I didn't think so. I once like we had a nice look of it in clear light or you know, in daylight. Yeah. You know, it's like it's yeah. similar. It's similar, but it's not the same. Not the same. The headlights are different, the taillights are different. Yeah. Yeah, so not the same. But I had to get that out of my system. Because <laughs> I was not going to, if they use the same truck, I'm like, come on. Yeah. You know, yeah. come on, props. But yeah, so uh, John calls Dean and tells him, hey, well, you know, let's pull off it, blah, 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 mm-hmm. you know, directions. And so Dean relays this information to Sam while he's driving. And Sam's like, why are we doing this? Yeah. You know, dad says there's vampires this way. How does he know? I don't know. Sam, like, puts puts the pedal down and like passes john yeah and then slams on the brake in front of him causing john to like slam on his brakes <laughs> and it's like everybody out of the car what are you doing what's yeah, going yeah, on yeah. what's the matter with you and they have another fight <laughs> and it's the exact same fight it is it's the exact same fight that doesn't go anywhere because no one is stepping down from their position they're right. both so stubborn. They're just like, no, you got to do what I tell you to. No, I don't. No, you know? no just tell us what's going on and I'll yeah. do it. No, I'm yeah. not going to tell you. And it's uh-huh. like, again, why won't John tell them mm-hmm. what's actually happening? It's like now it's for me, I'm like, what's the big secret? Right. I'm no longer just mad. Yeah. I'm like, there's obviously a reason he's not telling them. Uh, and it's not just I'm a dick. Yeah. It's there's some there's a reason why he's not telling him. And Sam, I'm like, Sam, get it. He's not going to tell you no matter how much you yell at him. He's not right. going to tell you. Yeah. Um, and Dean caught in the middle. Dean actually looked really small in a lot of these shots. He did. <laughs> and I don't know if they did that intentionally or not to really diminish his personality in these scenes. Yeah, because I'm not sure how tall Jeffrey Dean Morgan is. I mean, because I know Sam is like a, a, yeah, a t- the, giant. But... I have to look that up. But but yeah, he just seemed he was always in the background. 
Um, and he was, he always just seemed short and small in any of these scenes between Sam and John. And in this particular argument, Dean eventually steps between them and is like, you know, back down, back, you know, back down. We don't have time for this. You know, let's just get in the car and go. And we can fight about this later. Uh, which doesn't solve anything. It does put an end to the fight in that moment, but it doesn't actually solve anything. So uh, Dean and Sam get back in the Impala, John gets back in the truck and they drive. They drive to whatever uh, uh, John has decided to take, wherever John has directed them to go, which is um, to the barn mm-hmm. where the vampire nest is, yes. we, we, we learn. Right. Okay, so... The- Jared Padalecki, six foot four. Yeah. Tall. Jensen Ackles, six foot one. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, six foot. <laughs> what? Yeah. According to Wikipedia, oh. I mean, this could be wrong. Wow. Because it's Wikipedia, you know, but, um, but yep. That's, oh uh... my gosh. Um, well, then they must have deliberately made <laughs> Jensen look small. Yeah. And I don't mean tiny, but you know. No, just short. They're just like... short compared okay. to the other men who are fighting so right. so they all drive off mad yeah right uh and so back at the barn kate is watching i mean um the the girl the kidnapped girl is watching like luther and kate <laughs> doing like, it half naked <laughs> making yeah. out and you know two steps away from penetration yeah uh and Luther turns around and is like, ooh, you like to watch? Like, she has a choice. Right. <laughs> you know, they're yeah. doing it right in front of her. And so they walk over to to the girl, and they slit um, Kate's wrist. Mm-hmm. And Kate drinks a little bit of her own blood and then mm-hmm. kisses yeah. this girl and mm-hmm. turns her. So, like, makes out with her and turns her. Yeah. We don't see this. We just see them making out. And then the girl is like all glazed up. And Luther's like, welcome home, baby. Yeah. Yeah. So you assume that she's now a part of the pack. Right. Yeah. And and this girl, you know, her face, like while Kate is making out with her, she's just like, what is happening right now? Right. First, she's like, don't, you're not going to kill me, are you? Yeah. And they're like, no, baby, we're going to make you so high. Yeah, Yeah. And they're trying to be all like sultry and sexy, cool and. It's a little weird for me. All of the Winchesters are now outside of the barn of the vampire's nest. Right. Preparing and- for their invasion. And they see like Luther and somebody else like walking out in the sunlight. So there it is solidifies. It's, yes, it's, it's like, oh, I guess it doesn't kill I them. Guess- right. It's just right. like a bad sunburn. Right. John talks about um so John says that the only way to kill them is by beheading them. So then they go to their respective weapon arsenals in the back of their, their car. Trunks. Oh my god! Did you see John's? Like how it's nice like remote it was. controlled, <laughs> completely like foam fitted cutouts yes. for all of his weapons. They're it's, all shiny and clean. It's beautiful, it's, and it even made a noise. And he was like, mm-hmm, "Yeah," when it opened up. And yeah. Dean looks over and it's like, first he's like, "Wow," and then you can't see him deflate a little because yeah. he's like, "Ooh." Oh, oh it, 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 so it went from being like, wow, that's cool to, oh, mine's not as nice. <laughs> you yeah. know, it totally like deflates him. Yep. You know, and then, but he's still like, hey, dad, you, you know, do you need a, an extra machete? We got one. He's like, nope. John whips out this like beautiful, shiny, polished, shiny, sharp <laughs> teeth. Like, it's not just for whacking down the, you know, trees in the jungle. No. This was a, a machine mm-hmm. of a machete. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, I wanted to take one step backwards where they were listening, they were talking about the sunburn or they're watching the mm-hmm. vampires go yeah. come out into the sun. Did you hear Dean? He goes, son of a bitch. And I just wanted to point out his little son of a bitch motif. Oh, I, may, I, maybe I did, but I'm just so used to hearing him say <laughs> I know, son of a bitch. But it makes me happy when he does. <laughs> it does. Son of a bitch. So, yeah. Um, a little bit of machete envy. <laughs> machete envy and, just and trunk. Like, yeah, weapon trunk envy. Yeah. Oh, I felt, again, Dean looked really small. <laughs> he looked really small. It kind of reminded me of like, remember how excited he was when he held up his like EMF, EMF. man? That's how, that was the exact same look. And then he's like, uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Dad has a better one. Yes. Um, but John also then reluctantly tells them about the cult, the cult. like the, the history of the cult, which uh, if you watch the show, you know, the cult is huge. It's one another big prop introduced into the show that yes. becomes plot points. Yes. This continues, you know, for several seasons, if not you know, even to the end. So yeah. if, for people who are just now watching the show, this is a big moment here. The the history of the gun and the gun itself yes. is is monumental. Yes. And to to summarize uh the gun, Samuel Colt himself made this gun um specifically for hunters, for supernatural hunters. Mm-hmm. Um back in his day. And apparently the dates are like it was on the you know, Halley's Comet was flying over. It was the day that people were killed at the Alamo. I made I mean, a timeline the- of that. Oh, you did? Oh, do you yes. want to do it then? No, go ahead go and ahead. do your story and then we'll come back to it. That's all I'm saying about it. Because oh. I didn't want to do the whole the the history of who had it. I mean, it was like it fell out of Samuel Colt's hands. Yes. So yeah. So like he made thirteen bullets, and about half of them were used before it disappeared. And somehow Daniel Elkins got a hold of it. So he still has six to seven bullets, I think. Right. Um, right. Special supernatural. Yes. It can. Bullets. Yes. Yes. The thing to remember most about this gun is that it can kill any supernatural thing. Yep. It can kill anything, including all supernatural things. Yes, yes. Yep. With the bullet, you know, because not everything can be killed by just a regular bullet. So Right. This it's is... these bullets from this gun. Yes. Yeah. Um, and there's some things inscribed, you know, there's like the little pentagram inscribed on the handle and on the um, the, the, the barrel, I guess. It says, yeah. non uh, timebo mala, which means I will not fear evil things. Yep. So... Because I, the only reason why I looked up the timeline, because I just accepted it as is until I, I happened to see a thing on the IMDb. Yeah, about the, the it. dates didn't quite line up. Right. So Haley's comment came in August of 1835. Mm-hmm. Also in 1835, at some point, it didn't say a month or whatever. Um, Samuel Colt patented his revolver in England and in France. In February to March of 1836 is when the Alamo happened. And also sometime in 1836 is when he got the U.S. patent for the revolver. Uh, so so the some, timelines are right. They're yeah, just... It's they're somewhere just... in between. that. Maybe he started building it in 1835 and ended it when the, uh-huh. the Alamo happened. I don't know. But it yep. wasn't just like... 
that day. Yeah, because Haley's Comet did not happen at the same time as the Alamo. As the Alamo, <laughs> right. All right. A little bit of storytelling, little, uh, yeah. what, do you, what do you call that? Um, Summarizing. Suspension of disbelief. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Suspension of disbelief or, or you know. So with that information in hand, yes. that now their their mission has changed a little bit. It's not just to go kill vampires. It's to retrieve the gun yes. that they think the vampires have. And why? Why do they want to get this gun? Uh, to kill the demon. The demon. The demon that killed yes. Um, their mom. Yes. Yes. Because John has been researching, how can I kill this demon because they don't have that much experience with demons. Right. But if he had this gun that can kill any supernatural thing, no questions asked. That would be the end of their right their journey. Yep. Yeah. So they sneak into the barn and all the vampires are asleep in, in hammocks. Um, <laughs> and except for Kate and Luther who are in a bed. Yep. Poor minions. Yeah. <laughs> they don't seem to be too upset nah, by, by snoozing in their hammocks. Um, John sees the cult by their bed and he heads off that way. Yeah. Sam sees the girl still tied up and heads mm-hmm. to her. Dean sees a cage full of people and heads to them. Yes. Um, so they all have their, their separate missions. Yes. And then, you know, Dean makes a few noises, you know, but they don't <laughs> wake up. Beer bottles, <laughs> I know. Right. John squeaks some floorboards and they don't wake up. They're doing good. Sam, however. Yeah. <laughs> but then Sam goes to the girl and starts to untie her and is like, shh, I'm here to rescue you. (laughs) Not realizing, of course, that she is a vampire. And she wakes up and sounds the alarm. She just screams. Oh, my God. This was the most terrifying scream. Because it wasn't just a girl scream. You know, it's the, ah! There was some sort of, yeah. yeah, There was something demonic or... uh, bass baritone yeah. about the screen yeah, you know? no. demonic and an- animalish it wasn't yeah. like animalicious i almost said <laughs> delicious animalicious animalicious yawing uh, no it was just this yeah it was a supernatural slash human growly yell yep and everybody wakes up mm-hmm. and uh sam and dean managed to escape um but without the girl and without mm. the the people but then where's dad? Like they're, they're outside the barn and where's dad? Then a few seconds later, dad runs out. Mm-hmm. And so everybody made it out alive with the vampires uh, not on their tail. Um, but dad didn't get the gun. A bit of a failure. They have to move to another plan. And he automatically comes up with this plan to like, he sends Dean to a funeral home. He's like, mm-hmm. you have to go to a funeral home. Yep. So we don't know why <laughs> at this point. Nope. And it just cuts um, to John and Sam alone back at the motel back room. Back at the... Right. Waiting for Dean. Right. And they get to have another father-son moment where John actually kind of settles things. He's like, I want to apologize. Yeah. You know, this is never the life I wanted you guys to have. He even started you a know. college fund for both of them. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he's like, this, I, I thought we were going to have a normal life. Mm-hmm. And so when it started to not be normal, that's when I turned into like a drill sergeant and I had to just take charge. Um, Yeah, he says some really touching and 
therapeutic maybe are the things you know if if he had gone to therapy like maybe he would have reached this (laughs) (laughs) revelation sooner well yeah i mean ever since uh, ever since your mother died i saw evil everywhere and i stopped being your father and started being your drill sergeant yeah but he also says he did it um when sam finally had enough and left Mm -hmm. he said i wasn't mad that you left i was concerned that you were now going to be all alone and vulnerable so it's like you left our protective circle right that's what that's what got me is that you were alone and vulnerable and i just couldn't stand that right because i saw evil everywhere so you know i was just scared i was scared that you were alone did you notice that he called him sammy yes i did and sam didn't even flinch no didn't do his like don't call me sammy don't call me sammy nope it was just dad talking to a mm-hmm. son and it it was i was like oh, he didn't oh. say anything yeah. oh and and john's like i the thing that got me is that i learned we're just so different we're just so different and that's when sam says but we're not we yeah. have the most in common between jess and mom dying yeah. you know and having to live these you know the hunter's life we have and he's like laughing at this he's like you you are this is what you're upset about about our differences but we actually have the most in common yeah and spend his college funds on ammo right yeah, whatever happened to our college yeah. funds <laughs> spent it on ammo that's a lot of ammo if you think about it no kidding <laughs> And in walks Dean uh, back from his mission at the the funeral parlor mm-hmm. or the morgue, wherever he went. But he pulls he he pulls out this bottle of blood. Mm-hmm. We're assuming it's blood because the name of the episode is Dead Man's Blood, and he was just at a funeral home. Right. So they decide to the the plan is to set a trap for the uh, for the vampires mm-hmm. to like lure them out. We don't know the full the full plan. No, it's just no. To- Dad just says you know what to do, and then. It cuts Next to, was, it's nighttime, and Dean is uh, working in his car, or like in the, the engine the of his car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Kate shows up mm-hmm. and offers to to help <laughs> engine trouble. <laughs> yeah. And uh, does this like weird flirting with him. Yeah, it's and- like seduction slash kicking his ass slash i don't even know yeah and and, you know she's like hey i could fix your car and take you back to my place and he says i'm not into necrophilia and all she does is like punch him or something i'm like isn't she a little alarmed that he just outed her as a vampire (laughs) you know but no then they keep going back and forth with the whole you know i think that she knew that he was a hunter because dad says something earlier like right after they run out of the house that you know once a vampire catches your scent it's like there for life so they Uh, already knew that they were in their house okay and having known that elvins was or elkins was a hunter (laughs) they put the pieces out so no, I th- I think that this was they they like these are the guys that were they just knew. in our house, so they know who we are. All right, so, so they she's just she's, like a she's cat, toying cat with her prey. Exactly, yes. cats again. Oh my god! So yeah, I do find it funny though that Dean is fine with this plan. You know, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'll be the bait. I'll be the one who has to you know be sexually accosted by a vampire. It's okay. Do whatever it takes. Yeah. You know, to to bring this vampire down. So right before Kate basically goes to take Dean down, out of the woods fly arrows, mm-hmm. and she's, so she's shot in the heart with an arrow, and the other vampire who's with her is shot in the heart, and she's yeah. like, she's like, damn it, yeah. you know, another shirt, yeah. <laughs> you know? 
another arrow in my chest and don't you know this doesn't doesn't affect us Mm -hmm. and that's when john comes out of the woods and says you know wait for it that these arrows were were dipped in dead man's blood it's like that's poison to you guys right yeah yeah so that's another part that i intentionally kept out of the supernatural vampire Ah. uh lore myth that they are allergic essentially to doesn't kill them Mm -hmm. it just it like it's it poisons their blood yeah for a a period of time not forever because he does say that like the blood sickness will wear off eventually but for now she's like kind of comatose right so dad like sends sam and dean off and to, to i guess to go back to the nest and uh, in the meantime, cuts off the head of the other vampire, but mm-hmm. keeps Kate. Yes. He keeps Kate and puts her in the truck. Yeah. They um, don't go to the nest yet because they make a fire um, where he pours oh. saffron, skunk cabbage, and trillium into the fire. And they're going to put those ashes, ashes like, on them. on them. So it kind of hides their scent and Kate's scent. Right. For at least right. a little bit of time. I couldn't remember where where in the process they had to roll in <laughs> skunk skunk cabbage alone. Right. Uh, right is is disgusting. But burnt skunk cabbage ash, I can't imagine. Right, and here's yet another, like one of several Winchester tension moments, yeah. where Sam is now pressuring Dad to let them help him. Like not only on this particular mission because John again wants to like go off on his own it's like let me do this and you'll do this and then right leave it there don't come back for me essentially but also in the end in the in the final mission of killing the demon dad still wants to go it alone and sam is like no we are stronger together we right. can once, do this once we finish this job then we go do the next job together yes right right and john still is hedging yes but Dean is on Sam's side this time. Fully. He's totally yeah, just like, you know, I've like, been thinking about bullshit, it. Dad, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but it's still, the way this conversation ends, John still hasn't made any promises that he's going to not go off on his own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and he, he, he does, he admits that he's too scared to potentially watch his children die because oh. it was too much for him to watch um, his wife die and their mother die so he's just like i can't go through that I can't, again yeah and he's like i can't um i can't be myself as a hunter if i have to watch out for you guys yeah and dean's like bullshit or mm-hmm. i call i lo- that's a load of crap it's yeah. so that you can't be as reckless mm-hmm. you know yeah, yeah, and then yeah. what do what do you think if you, something happens to you how is how are we supposed to take that mm-hmm. you know so you're only thinking about yourself you're not thinking about us yeah in this scenario but John's like, uh, this this demon is a bad son of a bitch, and the chances of me living, I, I'm not expecting to live after this battle, if I battle this demon. So now Luther is out looking for Dean and Sam and John with the, with the remaining nest. Mm-hmm. And uh, while they're, like, trying to game plan, like, you know, how we find these guys, they hear, like, a car... Uh, a truck driving by and one of the vampires is like oh that's just a truck up on the freeway but luther kind of does like (laughs) sniff sniff Mm -hmm. Uh, he's like that's kate yeah that's kate kate's in that car i mean and john is is deliberately driving the bait car you know so and so he's expecting the vampires to stop them and they do they they show up in the road in front of him Mm -hmm. he stops the car and 
he gets out of the car, Luther's out of the car, and they have a fairly adult conversation. Yeah. <laughs> you know? They're trying to do yeah. a trade. Uh, meanwhile, the boys invade the nest again, um, and they and they sneak in relatively um, unnoticed. You know, like one guy thinks he maybe hears something. You know, is kind of looking around, but they don't like smell them. Right. You know, there's not like a someone's here. Um, <laughs> and uh, Dean chops the head off of one of them. You assume that the rest of them, like whoever's left there, like physically in the barn, are are dead. Um, yeah. Dean goes back to the cage to victims and says, I told you I'd be back. And, you know, unlocks the cage. That's being settled there <laughs> in the nest. <laughs> uh, and then back to uh, um, John and Luther. Yes, they're yeah. having an adult conversation about, you know, a trade. It's like, you give me the gun and I'll give you your girl. And uh, and they start to do it. You know, So uh, Luther, like, kicks the gun over towards John and John starts to hedge closer to the uh, to the gun as he bends over to pick it up. Kate, who's been in, been in his arms, being slightly docile, suddenly becomes not docile and like knocks him back. And and then Luther like punches him and sends him flying into the truck. Smashes yeah. he gets like smashes the window out. And John is like knocked out cold. Yeah. on the ground. And uh, and then arrows shoot yeah. out of the woods. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Dean and Sam to the rescue. Yay. Except Sam gets freaking captured. I know. Like they, they do kill they kill a few, I think. Yes, they um, do kill a few. But but Sam is then captured by Luther. Yes. And Dean Dean goes to like one more heroic, I am gonna get you, like and uh Luther's like, I'll break his neck. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and Dean clearly sees that that will happen. So he drops the machete and it's uh it's a stalemate. Mm-hmm. But then John kind of comes to. Yeah. You don't right? see him coming to. You just hear John's voice behind while Luther is doing like a very mini monologue. Why did you people leave us alone? We want to live too. And then oh, that's hear, right. Yeah. Luther says, why can't you people leave us alone? We have as much right to live as you do. And then you hear John behind him saying, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. And he has since grabbed the gun, mm-hmm. the Colt, and he's now pointing it at um luther mm-hmm. at luther's head and uh shoots him in the head yeah pulls the trigger and like there's this the scene is so cool so cool <laughs> go ahead because like the bullet is like slow motion you know yes you know, this little spinny thingy and like straight into luther's forehead and there's like a thunder boom yeah. and a thunder rumble yes but, um, but like, like in dark... his body like in his head you know it's yeah. like not it's or i guess in his bubble you know like in luther's personal bubble it's not like up in the sky it's just no 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 it's it's the sound of the bullet and the sound of of what it's doing to yes yeah and there's like dark whispers underneath there's all this whispering Mm -hmm. happening and uh and luther it it made like it looked like the bullet hole made like a pentagram almost it did kind of look like that i couldn't tell for sure but it's like a big dark like almost burnt spot in his head yeah and you can see kind of like some almost like electrocution underneath yeah he falls to his knees mm -hmm. and then there's just one final boom yeah and a small light flash and you just see like the light leave his body yeah yeah and he's and he's and he's dead and uh, 
Kate is like, Luther! Yeah, she's distraught. Yeah. The captured girl who is now a vampire, she grabs yeah. Kate because Kate wants to go after all these guys, but it's just right. the two of them left now. Right. Throws her in the car, in their car. Yeah. And drives off. Yeah. And uh, the boys don't try to even go after them. They're just... What having watched that bullet kill yeah. the vampire, all three of them, uh -huh. Sam, Dean, and John, are just like, Whoa. yeah. All their reactions are like different, but equally yeah. as, as shocked like, or relieved, this, or it's something. It's just like, oh my god, this tool that we works. now have, yeah, yeah, it works. it works and it's ours. Yes. yes. So back at the motel, the boys are packing up. John kind of swaggers in mm -hmm. <laughs> he does. he's got his hands in his pockets everybody's you know relaxed and uh john's like you disregarded a direct order mm -hmm. of mine the boy's like yes sir yes and sam, sam says yes sir and dean is the one with the smart ass remark this time and yep. sam's face was like oh shit <laughs> like yeah. what, what's good and dean yeah dean <laughs> says we saved your ass mm-hmm John gives him a compliment. Yeah. Which the only other compliment he gave us in the beginning with is like, good job, tr you know, covering your tracks. Yeah. And he admits, he finally says, it scares me to admit this, you know, but we are stronger together. Yeah. We're stronger together as, as a family. Let's go after this demon together. Mm -hmm. And Dean and Sam both say, yes, sir. Oh, that's right. They do. I didn't write. They that both down. say yes, sir, <laughs> together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you blew it, Sammy. I yeah, totally. <laughs> you set me up for it. I, I dropped I the ball. It. It's okay. I'll try to get ready. No. Yes. <laughs> and then they both, they so then they both say together, yes, sir, yes, sir, and they don't even look at each other. It's just yes, sir, mm -hmm. and it's just it's what it was supposed to be, and they did it. Mm -hmm. Um, this scene and this setup with Sam and Dean is the exact same shot from Shadow. That's what it, yeah. It's the exact same yes sir moment yeah. from Shadow. Uh -huh. The, I mean, the, the lighting's a little bit different, yeah, yeah. but Sam and Dean in the frame are the exact same position for the yeah. exact same time that they said yes sir. Mm -hmm. But uh, there's no drive away. There's no like no. drive away banter. There's no walk away banter. It's just like single solo shots of, of Sam, Dean, and John. Yeah. And it's just their faces yeah. in, in single shots. They're not in any shared screens. It's just first one and the other mm -hmm. and then the other and then dark. And I felt like Sam's face really kind of said it all. I don't know. I can't really describe it, but he was just so happy to have dad finally on their side. And literally they now are all working together right. in one cohesive well, partnership. Well, a cohesive unit, yeah. Yeah, unit. It's, mm -hmm. There's so much riding on this. I think more for Sam yeah. because going after the demon that killed his mom, that yeah. killed his girlfriend, yeah, has done something to him with his tele right. not yeah. telekinesis, his um, premonitions, yeah, mm -hmm. and he's got his family together to do it. So I think yeah. in this moment, it means so much more to Sam, yeah. which is why they let him have that the final shot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I liked this episode. <gasps> I got I I got tired of the. Each time it was a, a fight, a family fight, I was mm -hmm. like, not again. But each fight revealed more it did, and more yeah. and more. Yeah, each fight had its purpose, as annoying as it was, for sure. But then in the but it made it that much sweeter in the end. You know? In yes. in both in both the 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 John and Sam solo moment, 
you know, when they're at the motel, you know, having their little yeah. uh, come to Jesus kind of thing. And then yeah. this moment here at the end, you know, when he's finally like, okay, yeah. you are right. Let's be together. Right. Right. So I, I liked it. I, I liked it. It wasn't the, the only thing that I kind of shrugged my shoulders at is the, the general makeup of the vampires in this episode. Mm-hmm. But it's, again, it's just because I was so used to Buffy. I was right. so used to the energy and the characters and the personalities of the vampires and Buffy and yeah. Angel. Yeah. Um, so to see this kind of, uh, bland version mm-hmm. of them mm-hmm. it, it kind of bummed me out there's a couple times i wrote my notes i was like boring yeah you know yeah. it's like the only thing that these vampires do is like drink out of the bottle like they're rebels yeah very you know and then you know dance sexy yeah. you know what i mean yeah I yeah, like, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't no, they're, as... they're not nearly as textured as but the buffy vampires are Right. But that's also because the vampires are main characters as well. <laughs> well, there's that. <laughs> sure, sure. And I felt that I felt the same way that you did, but about um like Anne Rice, like interview with the vampire or the vampire Lestat or the Queen of the Damned, you know, those kind of the books and the movies and stuff that go with them. Yeah. Well Anne Rice, you know, she makes them out to be kind of an anti hero almost. Yeah. You know, yeah. so you're like really wanting <laughs> them to, to win whatever it is that they're going for. But right. yeah, there's a lot more flavor to most other vampire stories. Yeah. And it's yeah. odd. It's almost odd to see the vampires as strictly the bad guy, you know, in a in a series and also not the main bad guy. You know, these are just right. like the, the monster of the day kind of thing. Right. Right. Right, exactly. Up until this point, it's the first time like they've ever mentioned vampires. Yeah, twenty episodes into the first season, (laughs) right? Which is why it's so funny that Dean is like, "Who (laughs) knows?" So uh, that's it. (laughs) Bye. Bye. I just uh, don't. I don't know. I don't really have anything to add for today because we uh, no, talked it was a, a straight time. it was a straightforward episode. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it, this is one of those episodes that it finally kind of wiped the slate clean. Now we can move forward again. Yes. They've they've done their battles. They've done their family battles. They're united. We know what they're doing next. They're going to start hunting this demon. Yes. So now all we have to do is is watch. Yes, for two more episodes. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> so i mean but that's great that's how this episode leaves you with uh yeah you know you yeah, we're... get to exhale yeah and get ready for the the battle it's like yes. i for me that anytime that the heroes are united like whatever their personal battles are or their interpersonal battles are once they get resolved i feel like i can breathe and they we can face the next challenge together anytime that the the family is not together yeah on things makes it really hard for me to watch these episodes. Yeah. Because I just want them to be a family. Yes, you, I just, yes, want, them you just to... want it to be resolved. Yeah. yeah. So this one resolved a lot. Yeah. And good thing too, because we got some juicy stuff coming up. Okay, good. Good. To so watch what's the... and to talk about. So the next one is Salvation. No. Oh. Okay. And it's written and it's written by our favorite pair, Sarah Gamble and Ryan Tucker. I love them. I know I love them too. 
So thank you everyone for tuning into this week's episode. And it was kind of a long one, but you know, it, it, at this point it kind of needs to be <laughs> <laughs> leading up to the, the final boss, so to speak. Yes. Um, so please follow us, like us, subscribe to us, rate us on anywhere you can listen to and or rate podcasts and social media as well. We're on all of them, essentially. Our Instagram and Facebook is at Salt and Burn This Pod. Our Twitter is at Salt and Burn This. You can message us there. You can comment on our things there. You can share us. Yes, share us. Retweet us. Yes, we like that. We have a lot of podcasters who are actually fellow podcasters who are retweeting us, which is really nice. I know, it's really nice. Yeah, yeah. I didn't write them down. I will next time. (laughs) Fail. I know, I know. Fired. I know. I always feel bad because if I leave somebody out, I feel feel guilty. So I'll just say that there are fellow podcasters and we appreciate them shouting us out and retweeting us. Yes, so we shall you. do the same. Yes. And we will see you next week for salvation. salvation. We're cutting it close to the end. Oh my God. Oh my God. Of the first season. I should say. Yeah. I was like, uh, but still, yeah. this is climactic. We'll see you next week. You, you too. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.